Ready and racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Oh, yeah, welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast, uh, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Brenton Yates, and uh, alongside me, of course, Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, uh, Sean Matheson. Matho, uh, good to have you here. Yeah, good, Yatesy. Great to be here. And, uh, well, we've got a lot of feature races coming up. We've had some good heats into some finals coming up uh, tonight and this weekend. So, yeah, plenty to discuss on the show. Yeah, no doubt about it. We're going to cover it all. Uh, we've got the preview of the Group 3 Murray Bridge Cup. Terrific race coming up this Sunday night. Um, to look at that, what we'll do is go back and check out the heats from Monday night. Also, have a look at the big night of racing tonight at Angled Park. We've got the final of the SA launching pad. See who gets the Guernsey to Melbourne. And uh, today's interview, a uh, man who's got a finalist in the Murray Bridge Cup, Spring Vinny. We'll be having a chat with Bob Fletcher. The Week in Review. Yeah, it's been a big week, no doubt about it. Let's have a look at the Week in Review, uh, brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co. Uh, They're proud suppliers, of course, of fresh food uh, for our Gap SA greyhounds in the Gap Prison programs. They are based right here in SA. You can visit their website, freshpetfoodco.com.au, for more information. And, Matho, no better place to start, really, than a uh, Group 3 final. We've got it coming up on uh, Sunday night, but yep. how did we get there? How did the fields finish up Monday night? Terrific action at, at Murray Bridge. We had uh, seven heats in all. Absolutely. We were wrapped to have seven heats. We had uh, interstate visitors come across. Um, it was a great night of racing because I think the, the Maitland heats were on and so the Shepparton Group 2 heats were on as well. So great for the, the spectators there. And it was a big crowd there on Monday night, public holiday. Um, after the Adelaide Cup. So, um, yeah, really good atmosphere out there. And as you mentioned, seven heats. And, and the first heat, and we're going to talk to Bob Fletcher a bit later, Spring Vinny, geez, he, he loves um, Murray Bridge, the yeah. 455, doesn't he? And he got the job done, led him up, and uh, 2541, um, really hard to get past. And it seemed to be a pattern in the heats. You needed yeah. to be in front. I mean, there were a couple of exceptions, Jackswell, which we'll get to, but... In front seemed to be the spot to be. Uh, look, it's said all the time in greyhound racing, but it happened again in the second heat with Rosie Red uh, for yeah. Cameron Butcher. Jumped straight to the lead. Um, a really good bounce back run. Ran was it identical time? Twenty five forty one. Twenty five forty four. She right. ran. So yeah, really good run. Um, uh, back with Cam Butcher, and um, she w- went around at fourteen dollars. It shows you the depth yeah. of the uh, of the heats. But yeah, once she found the lead, and as you mentioned at Murray Bridge, the really you know, at the top end, the really good dogs, they're hard to get past. Um, the thought was always, once you came into the straight at Murray Bridge, it's such a long run, they might get tired. But if you, it showed if you're in front, you're a long way to uh, to winning the race. And and then the third heat, we saw Mr. Ticket for Ben Rawlings um, be produced. And um, he after a slow, an okay beginning, he really got motoring. And uh, 25.45, a really good run by him. I think the impressive part of his race was there was serious pressure around him. Like he had inside-outside pressure, but... He was able to push through and then get himself to yep. the front. I thought that was the most impressive part of, of the race. And he got to the middle of the track and ran pretty good time, yeah, as you ab- touched on. Absolutely. Uh, so Webleck Danger uh, was the next one. This went around at pretty big odds for Angela Langton. Yeah, it had a, you know, its last couple of runs at Sandown went 29.5 and 29.6. So a bit surprising went around at $12. But it was Stout Manelli was in the race and, and you know, pretty much the best sprinter in SA. Yeah. Um, he didn't have an awful lot of luck after a slow beginning, but Webleck Ranger from box six, yeah, just um, rolled to the front and was very impressive, winning by you know almost five lengths, the fastest time twenty five twenty seven. So, 
you know, that was his first look, I'm sure, at the track. So in the final, I mean, he'll be improved by that run. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the next one, Jack's well for Cameron Butcher. He got another one through to the final. Yep. And this was a really nice effort. I know the time was just a tad slower than the others. All these times quite extraordinary, like within yeah. a couple of lengths of each other. Um, apart from, I think it was later on, Fantastic Victor. But And she's a hot shot as well. But the way Jack's well did it, we know he's not brilliant early. He got to the outside and really chased in press yep. us hard over the last bit. Yeah, I mean, you would say the 4.55 is probably not not the best distance for him because he's he's not that fast away. But Cam Butcher, he just knows how to get these dogs into big feature finals. And Jackswell, we know he's, he's last year's Greyhound of the Year. He's a wonderful sprinter and, yeah, makes a Group 3 final. And as you mentioned, really the only dog to come off speed and, and was very strong at the end. So, But he will need a touch of luck, which he'll always need in these finals. She's a hot shot. Jump straight to the lead for Troy Murray from the wide draw. Yeah, she's another one who loves Murray Bridge. She's got a really good record there. She won the Oaks there um, back in uh, in uh, December. Um, 25.36. She's so professional. Once she finds the front, she just, just burnt her way to the lead. And from there was uh, not to be caught. $1.33 favourite in that race. Mapunga Mustang went down. Big run, but didn't get through. No, he didn't get through. Um, no, a very big run. I mean, he'd, he'd be improved by the performance... Um, yeah, um, going forward. So um, just to mention, we had an unfortunate situation. We had to redraw the consolation. Uh, the dog was nominated. Uh, inadvertently, the first preference for him wasn't in the system. The second for the cup was. He got left out. We had to redraw the race first thing this morning. No fault of the Britons, the, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Britons and Langtons um, with their dogs. Dog was nominated, but the, dog, the dog's here we had to redraw the race and the dog's gone in. So no doubt he'll be a strong player in the constellation if he doesn't actually get into the cup final. And what about fantastic victor for Ozzy Chegia? Oh, yeah. Well, how good is he going? The 395 track record holder, he actually missed it a little bit, um, Yatesy, the, yeah. the start, which is unusual for him. He's so explosive early. But that mid-race speed, he just accelerated up the inside. He held off a late challenge from Weblek Jet. And because they ran such fast time, they went 25-33. Weblek Jet which is a group two, I think, Geelong Cup winner, I think. Uh, 25-36, he got through as the fastest second dog to make the eight-dog field, which we'll talk about uh, later. But, um, yeah, he was a great run, flashing home. But Aussie Chegia, fantastic victor. They have a great record with those fantastic dogs. Yeah, no doubt. We'll uh, have a good look at that, a good preview of the big final coming up Sunday night. What about tonight? Uh, we've got the final, the launching pad. We'll have a full preview of that. But last week... We had uh, three heats. One of the heat winners is not taking its spot in the final tonight. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Orson Katie um, has been scratched. Um, we also had Willow's been scratched yeah, um, for Tony Rasmussen, a really nice up-and-coming greyhound. But we do have a wonderful uh, series. The heats last week, as you mentioned, Orson Katie won and beat Willow. So the first two from that heat are not yeah. there. Um, Clearview is there, made the uh, made the final for Tara Rasmussen. So... Um, yeah, I mean, it's really unfortunate for the final, but that was the first heat. The second heat, I suppose, fantastic faith again for Aussie Chegia. 30-58 um, showed really good speed to lead. It's going to be really hard to beat tonight in the final. It qualified, acclaimed for Ray Murray as well, got through and Springvale Rex. 
Uh, and then the last heat, I think Yates, he was the most impressive, I think, of, of all of them. A lot of poise, 30-42. What did you make of his run? Yeah, good. Uh, and he has shown he can win from the six. He did it a couple ago. He's got good speed. I don't see a, a stack directly around him, so I think he's going to run pretty well in that uh, that big final later tonight. Yeah, and uh, Charlie's um, Misty qualified as well. The reserves are getting a run tonight. We'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, a terrific series, bearing in mind the winner tonight. Um, will be off to Sandown to represent, you know, South Australia effectively um, in the big launching pad series. So that's going to be wonderful to have some uh, SA flavour over there. I think we better mention Sir Truculent, oh. Sean. Uh, what a star star he's been and uh, placed again in the, the big group one in Melbourne. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, probably leaving SA, he went there as probably the third string, I think, third or fourth string. I think we had um, Radley. We had um, Bedrock Fred. I think we had Zipping Nebraska. Um, I think we also had uh, Frankie Boy as well over there. And so probably the third or fourth string. But, geez, he loves loves the away shorts, doesn't he? He loves to wear the white ones going away. He ran second in the heat to qualify for the um, Fannabale Superstayers, which was a great run in itself. And then to run third behind Mpunga Ruby, who's – pretty much the best stayer in Australia, although there's a dog in WA um, going pretty well, one of the Manelli dogs in the uh, Galaxy this Saturday night. But for him to run third in another group one, he's been a marvel for Wally Harkins, and he must feel blessed every day. He gets up and the the, the old boy can keep going around for him and winning these races. Well, I mean, on the home turn, he was gone. That, yeah. That's what I liked. He was able to – he was seriously challenged by all these other ones coming – but he lifted to, to run a place. It was a terrific effort. Um, so well done to Wally Harkins yeah. and Sir Truculent. Uh, I know you had on the Dogcast preview of the St. Ledger. This might be a bit of good news for Bob Fletcher yeah. coming up because you had a chat to Cheryl Lee Barber and they, yep. they took it out with Springvale Maddie. Yeah, listen, I think our record, I think James in our marketing department has been doing the stats and I reckon <laughs> we go at about 80% of people who get on the show. The golden touch, you reckon, um, Matthew? Well, I, well <laughs> hopefully, you said Bob will be hoping when he talks to us that he has a bit of, bit of good luck by being on the show. But... Um, clearly, obviously, we, we like talking to people and promote these races and a lot of the main chances in them. So they're pr- probably well in the market anyway. But, um, yeah, if it's a sign for Bob, let's hope it is. And what about coming up? We've got the uh, Group 3 Mount Gambia Cup. That's going to be something to uh, uh, to look at early April. And a big, big night at Angle Park on the 29th with the Anniversary Cup, the 50th year of Greyhound Racing at Angle Park. Oh, it's going to be massive, Yates. See, as I said, the, the feature races keep rolling. We go from the uh, from the launching pad to Murray Bridge Cup on Sunday night and then into the Mount Gambier Cup, again, at Group 3 level. We're expecting a wonderful um, attendance down there and, and also the racing will be outstanding. And then the 29th of April, on a Friday night, we celebrate 50 years at Angle Park. Um, I'd encourage everyone to get out there who's, you know, when they were a kid, they were out there, loved the dogs and might not have been back. Get out there, enjoy the night, a bit of nostalgia, have a, a fair bit going on. It's a, it's a, I'm not saying it's a mini Adelaide Cup. It's almost another Adelaide Cup the way it is. 50000 to the winner for the Anniversary Cup. So no doubt that final is going to be wonderful. Um, yeah, but it's going to be a real a terrific celebration of 50 years, I think. Yeah, Ray Fewings has written a book as well about the 50 years. I interviewed him yesterday. That'll be going up on the socials in the the next sort of little bit, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, That's all the review, and uh, now it's time to look forward. We're going to check out the uh, Group 3 final, the Murray Bridge Cup, and also the launching pad for tonight at Angle Park. The Preview. 
Oh, yeah, where do you want to start, Sean? We've got the uh, Group 3 final coming up on Sunday, the Murray Bridge Cup, or do we go a bit closer to home, only hours away from the final of the launching pad? I reckon we get our, our winners and our preview for tonight's big night at Angle Park, the launching pad. Going to be a wonderful race. Race 8 tonight um, at uh, 8.59, so it's going to be great viewing. Unfortunately, as we mentioned, a couple of scratchings in the race. The reserves do get a run. Uh, but um, I've had a bit of a look through. and Before you do, Matthew, yes. I, I better mention who the preview is brought to you by. Oh, yes. I, I skipped over that bit. Bit no new to this. The preview, of course, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA Tips Twitter feed. Uh, free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the dogs SA. Uh, get on board and, as always, gamble responsibly. Go for it, mate. And that's uh, just on the Twitter feed. He's doing a wonderful job, job, Todd Gray, there with the Twitter. Anyone who's supporting him, a bit of the banter, but he selects winners. So that's the main thing for a lot of the punters. So I'd encourage everyone to get on board. And obviously the preview brought to uh, us by the Twitter feed. The preview tonight, um, yeah, race eight's the highlight of the program tonight. Um Listen, I think the the main favourites are going to be really hard to beat. The likes of a lot of poise and fantastic faith and Charlie's Misty off of the red. But I'm liking one at each way. And before I disclose the eight, I'll get your Ooh. thoughts uh, about it, about how you think the race will pan out first. Well, when you look at it, I really felt, I thought it was a race in two. That's what I felt yep. looking at. It. I feel a lot of poise and fantastic faith are the two. The, the lot of poise... He's got a motor, and yeah. and I think he clears and gets down and in front really, really hard to beat. I, I thought he was the one. I thought fantastic faith and improver. She's only had the four runs. Yep. I think she's getting better. I did like her last start win, and I think there's still upside. So I really felt it was between that pair. So I'm, you've got me on the hook now, Matt. Yeah, I'm no, really no, keen no, to I, see where you're heading. I've got them in my top three, okay. but I'm throwing one out. I've, we're going to look at Good. clear view at okay. around $20. Tell me about it. Tara Rasmussen. Um, showed last week. So in the you heats. think it'll lead? I think it'll lead. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the key. I think um, Clearview will lead. I think this is going to be her third run back from a break. Um, she won down the straight track at Murray Bridge, and then was a pretty good run and running third. Thirty eighty was her time. Do you think she'll be in front of the back? I do. Yeah, yeah. I, my my bit of a concern. I'm I'm really concerned if the likes of a lot of poise are just sitting off speed, just you know there to hit because they have such a strong run home. Same with acclaimed for Ray Murray and fantastic faith went really well last week, but I'm just thinking there might just be a little bit of crowding and Clearview can pinch a break early. I think Charlie's Misty might want to roll away. It was inclined to roll away in the, at first look at Angle Park. Was, yep. um, and there might just be a bit of crowding and she might have a pinch a break. And at the $20, I'm thinking each way, I reckon can, can maybe pinch it, but definitely run in the top three. Like you though, I think a lot of poise is the big danger for me. If he's any, you know, he's, Three or four lengths away, he'll be really hard to beat with clear running. And I do like fantastic. Oh, he'll be closer play. than that, I can tell you. But okay. I, something that I think you might have missed with clear view, yep. now, now that we we have a bit of a look through, it's her third run back. So she had time off from November. Yeah. She had that straight track run, which was a good win. Then she went from the 350 and stepped straight up to the 530. So... Look, you make a good point. She's going yeah. to have some fitness upside there, I think. So, um, look, you, you've twisted the arm and, and got me on your side. She'd have to lead, though, Yatesy. She'd have to lead to be given a chance and pinch a bit of a break, I the, think. The, the thing I'd be a bit worried about is I, I think there's going to be serious pressure from yeah. the six coming over. So, yep. if she can handle that. Um, look, sectionally, when you go through what they can do, they should uh, theoretically be together going to that first bend. I yep. feel like um, a lot of poise has got superior mid-race yeah. burn. But, look... Um, 
she's only having a third run back and yeah. she might have a bit more bottom end at the end of the race. So, uh, look, I like it. Stepping outside the square, yeah, yeah. Matho. Got Good. To, got to, got uh, to have a look. So what, what are your tips there? So, well, I'd, we'd go clear view on top and on each way basis. And then I think a lot of poison, fantastic faith. What yeah. was your top three? You had uh, the... Yeah, I've gone six from eight, and I've uh, I thought acclaimed who yep. chased home fantastic faith, not beaten far, better length was uh, was the one for third. Um, what about your best bet of the night before we head into the preview of uh, of Murray Bridge? Okay, now the best bet. Now you guys have been doing a great job in your previews and all that, and the Dogcast has been doing great with best bets as it has, well. Yeah. So um, my best bet for the night, we'll go to race ten, mm-hmm. number one, Sabon Panther for Tony Nobes. Uh, one over the 5.95 last start, a good second over 7.30. I think that she will either lead or she'll be hard on the back of Sutton Sandy, who I think has to lead to, to win. But I think Sabon Panther's a bit stronger. Zipping Nebraska, the other dog in the race, has a tendency to get a little bit too far back in its races. It was in Perth last week, Yatesy. Yeah. So, I mean, just the travel and all that. I just think Sabon Panther, around the sort of 2.20 mark, I think, um, I'd like to see uh, her on top and certainly her up leading if possible. Okay, race 10, number one, the best from Matho. So we're waiting late in the night, mate, because yep. mine's in race 11. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, look, I was I was pretty taken by Impress Us, to be honest, in the yep. heat of the Murray Bridge Cup. Um, the way he was out there and, look, he, he was out. So he, he's drawn where he wants to be. So he's going to be able to hold his line or stay a bit yep. off. He does like to track a bit deep. And... Look, Jack's well is no slouch, let's mm, face it. Yes. I mean, and he charged over the top. This greyhound showed fight. And when I say fight, I mean some real tenacity yeah, to keep sure. going. Uh, I really liked what it did, and he's my best bet of the night. He's been backed early from 310 into 250 in the market. So there's, yep. there's others that may agree. So we're going to have to be patient. Uh, yep. That's my best bet, race 11 at number four. Uh, for tonight in Press Us. What about Sunday night? Did I see that there's some straight track racing there as well on Sunday night? Yeah, um, it's an initiative, um, um, certainly maybe a, a one-off for now. I mean, we, we've spoken about... Is dual... there lights? No. There's track. no lights on the straight track, so right. they have to be races one and two. Right. Um, so, yeah, there are a couple of open heats into a $3,000 final in a week and a half's time down the straight track. Um, it's, um, I mean, it's our major night at Murray Bridge. We get a lot of people there for Big the Group crowds. Three final, yep. and um, when you've been there, you know the 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 patron facility is right on the straight track, and then you look across to the one turn. And I just felt we were missing a, a, a void there of, of people being there and seeing the action of the straight track right in front of their noses. So we felt we'd run a couple of heats early in the night, um, get that interest up, and then obviously get to the the one turn stuff for the next ten races. So a huge program of racing. It'll be a slight gap, about a 28-minute gap between the straight track and the one turn. Just um, there's different camera angles. We've got to move the winning post and just little things to do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, you never know where the future lies with this sort of racing. Jewel, um, and um, Murray Bridge allows for dual racing at the one venue. So you never know where this heads. But at the moment, it's just a bit of a, an interest point the big crowd that's going to be there. So really looking forward to it. Okay, terrific. The feature race is race uh, number eight on the program. What, what are your thoughts here? What are you What are you seeing? Well, I mean, in just going through the field, just quickly, we've got Rosie Red out of the one, Weblek Jet two, uh, Mr. Ticket the three, Fantastic Victor four, Spring Vinny five, six Jackswell, seven She's a Hot Shot, and eight Weblek Ranger. Yatesy, I'm thinking... I'm going to be leaning to the Interstater, Weblek Ranger, for this. Fastest qualifier, very impressive, and will be benefit by the run. I just think the key here, there's a lot of dogs that are very fast, but she's a hot shot, I think, is the fastest of them all. I think from the seven, she's just going to give 
Weblake Ranger a beautiful card across. I'm a bit worried in case she pinches a break on Weblake Ranger, but they're my top two I'm looking at. I'll go Weblake Ranger on top. It was very impressive last week. She's a hot shot for second. And you've got to put in Jaxwell, just anywhere in these sort of races. I think he can run third. And just for fourth spring, Vinny, when we talked to Bob Fletcher, I've got to go fourth <laughs> with him. Um, but I think all the runners are out wide might be able to cross over. But, gosh, I'm leaving some good dogs out there. And um, how did you see the race? Well, I think when we looked through the heats, it was leaders that won. Yep. Now, the, the problem here is seven of the eight or six of the eight are leaders. <laughs> yep. So I've seen so often going to that first turn, despite the really long run, they can still be four and five across trying to crunch into that first corner. Yeah. I see the one sitting off coming late, which is Jaxwell. So yeah. he's my on-top pick. Um, don't disagree. I feel like she's a hot shot. Could be a, a good chance to get over. I thought Rosie Red off the inside yeah. was a good chance to hustle through and be there. Um, and Spring Vinny's won, I think, half his races. Uh, mm. Eight of the 16 starts track and trip. So you can't leave him out. But yeah. I, I thought Jaxwell would be the sweat off finish hard, and in a scrambly sort of race, that's the way that I'm going. Yeah, I mean, Cam Butcher, we know, he knows how to win big races, and um, he's very, um, if he does win, he's very nonplussed about it all. He's a bit of <laughs> luck and a bit of this and a bit of that, yeah. but um, he knows how to get him into feature finals, and he's a huge chance, Jaxwell. He's a wonderful dog. It's going to be a wonderful night there at the bridge on Sunday night. I encourage anyone to get out there. It's a great venue, great patron facility, So, and hopefully the weather's going to be nice as well, a bit, a bit warmish, so... Uh, beautiful. The shorts out there and the thongs will be great. <laughs> Terrific. Uh, we're going to have a chat to a pretty excited man, I reckon. Bob Fletcher, he's got Spring Vinny in the final coming up Sunday. The interview. Ah, uh, yes, we're about to have a chat to Bob Fletcher. He's got uh, Spring Vinny going around in the big Group 3 final at Murray Bridge on Sunday night. Was a uh, winner of his heat, obviously, to qualify, and he's actually looking to make it four wins in a row. Uh, Bob Fletcher's been kind enough to, to give us his time. Bob, uh, you've got Sean Matheson and Bretton Yates here, mate. Oh, congratulations on, on making the final. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's come back well, Vinny. Yeah, he... Uh... Oh, it took about five months, but done it slowly, and he's come back really well. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good good race, I think. Well, Bob, congratulations on making the final, Group 3 final. I mean, before we t get into the race, I mean, over your journey, how many sort of Group 3 finals or Group finals have you made with your dogs? I mean... Um, None, mate. This is it, <laughs> is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a, a wonderful new experience for you, you know, to have such uh, spring vinnies. It's been a terrific dog. And we know you've only taken him over since, I think, September last year um, yep. off of Greg Board. And, um, geez, he's been terrific for you. He's won, I think, six of eight for you. And he's continued on his Murray Bridge dominance. He just loves the 455 and obviously making it through to the Group 3 final. You must be pretty proud of him. Yeah, he does like 4.55. The uh, uh, box draw doesn't seem to bother him either. He, he, he's jumping well, and that's where it all counts, jumping, getting out there. Are you worried about getting to the rail? Um, yeah, maybe a bit, but I think if he jumps, he gets a length or two out there, he'll come across, no problem. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's shown he's very strong, and, and he's been in big races before, um, and obviously the race on Sunday night is a wonderful edition of the, of the Murray Bridge Cup. And we spoke about earlier in the show that if the dogs, there was a bit of a pattern. If they were able to find the lead, they were able to win at the bridge, certainly through the heats. And I suppose the final's the same. So, I mean, 
you'd love him to be leading, but where would where would you like to see him in the run? Where you think he can, you know, can he come from, you know, two or three lengths off them, or in front's the way uh, to go? Yeah, he, he can. If he sees something in front of him, he'll want to get past it. And like in the heat on Monday, yeah, had the six and seven dog alongside him, t- testing him out, and he's thought up. He just pulled away, and then he's very strong up the uh, straight. He runs on well at the finish. Bob, it was interesting um, when you touched on the fact it's, it's been four or five months in the making, sort of bringing him through. What do you mean? Uh, what, what's been happening with him? Well, when Greg had him, he, he tore a, a back leg muscle. And Greg had a lot of dogs coming through, a lot of pups and that, and he's wondering what to do with Vinny because he's you know, a bit short on time with all the pups. And he asked me if... I'd take him and he'd sign him over because he knew I'd look after him. And I just decided to put him out on his own in runs and just let him tell me when he was ready and just heal him from the inside out. You know, that's, and then you uh, then the wound just heals itself. You, know, you don't have too many problems with it after that. And, yeah, he's come back good. And and so that being the case, as I said, he's in a, a, a rich vein of form at the moment. Um, do you do anything special with him during the week, or is it um, he's like any other dog you have in the kennel, or is there little tricks to him? No, well, I, I just let him out. I put him in the runs because uh, I'll give him, I'll race him like uh, last Monday, and again this Sunday in the cup. Then I'll take him out for ten days, and just keep him quiet and give him a couple of runs and then bring him back again. Right, Yeah, you don't want to flog him to death. No, and he, he must love going down the free... Well, going down the freeway to Murray Bridge, he must know where that track is because, I mean, just his overall record, he's had 31 wins from 65 starts. He's at virtually a 50% strike rate in winning and a lot of them have come yeah. at the Murray Bridge 455. So, I mean, there is no better dog equipped for a big race on Sunday night than um, Spring Vinny because he's been there and done that. He just knows what to do around the 455. Yeah, see, there's a routine. When when you're racing them, you you know, like with their feed, I feed them early. So they've got a bit of energy. And then, uh, you know, they know that. And as soon as you start that routine, they know where they're going. I only got to walk in the kennel with the black and white on. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> You open the open the kennel door, mate, and he nearly dragged you outside. So, what about the the quick backup? Uh, you touched on the fact that you sort of have done it before. I think seven days for you has been the quickest turnaround that he's had, and he came out ran second at, at Murray Bridge there over the the longer trip, the five hundred and thirty. So, you, you think he'll handle that well? Yeah, yep. No, he'll he'll go pretty good, I think. Yeah, because I I keep him quiet. I'll keep him quiet from tomorrow onwards and he gets a little bit agitated with that and he wants wants to keep moving but I, I just keep him quiet and when the day comes he's ready to go now now Bob you only have a, a small team how many do you have there in work at the moment uh, I've got 11 11 okay and, yeah. and well, there's a couple going to gap so, and a couple more coming in so yeah. okay and you know you're probably a bit of a unusual one in the sense that you've you've taken some other dogs on from other trainers locally 
And they've really held their form. And, and you know, I wouldn't say this to Greg Board to his face. I think Spring Vinny's going as good as he ever has. Um, yeah. But, but, but the likes I've got to of... i take my hat off. Yeah. Sorry, go. Oh, go on. Oh, I was going to say, you've also got, you've also had some, was it Springvale Anna, I think you got from Gavin Harris. Would that be right? Yeah, she's still going. She's yeah. well and truly turned four. But, I mean, you've had yeah. a wonderful run with her as well. Um, you know, that... You've won a lot of races with her. And, and again, Spring Vinny looks to be on the line. As I said, it's a little bit unusual that, you know, you've been able to get these from, and those guys are wonderful trainers and do great things with their dogs. But for whatever reason, they've come to you and um, you've just really helped progress their racing career. So you've done a wonderful job with them. Yeah, I probably, I spend a fair bit of time with the dogs. You know, some people call me a bit of an old woman, but yeah, uh, I socialise with them a bit and it relaxes them and, they get to know you, and I think it helps. Yeah. Sounds like a, you've got a genuine connection, it sounds like, Bob, we're not only with the animal but with other participants that can see the connection that you have. You said Greg was, I think your words were, he knew you were going to look after the, the greyhound. So you, you seem to have a respect amongst your peers as well? Yeah, well, I take my hat off to Greg. He He's produced a lot of good dogs, and that's his life. Him and his family, that's what they work for. And, uh, yeah, they're exceptional breeding. And, well, he put all the groundwork into him, and I've just carried it on. And, mate, tonight you've got a couple of runners, Claretown Tina and Springvale Anna. What what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, Claretown Tina, first time over that trip, she won't win it, I don't think. Well, <laughs> you never know, but she'll she'll try. And I think Anna, she might get up there. Yeah, that's uh, race 10 tonight over the 730. Um, well, Bob, great thrill. Uh, congratulations on having your first runner mm. in a Group 3 final. We certainly wish you all the best with uh, with Spring Vinny and the Big One Sunday. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you. Thanks very much. There he is, uh, yeah. Bob Fletcher, Matho. Wonderful. It wasn't it interesting? Uh, been in the industry for quite a while and he's made his first Group 3 final. So he... Maybe that is, you know, a bit of luck. He's come on the show, Yatesy, and um, that might be the thing that gets him over the line with and Spring Vinny. He seems pretty relaxed and laid back. And what can happen sometimes with greyhound trainers who have their first runner in the big final, yeah. they do things a bit different. But it doesn't sound like he's going to fall down into that trap. As he said, he'll keep him uh, sort of nice and fresh and ready to go for Sunday. Uh, well, mate, I think that's us just yep. about done for today. Thanks for your time. Thank you. You're wonderful hosting as well, and again, <laughs> having you on board. So it's it's good having yourself and, and Tim hosting the show. It's, it's at a, an awful lot of professionalism to it. So well, mate, great. it's a big night tonight with the uh, final of the launching pad here in SA and, of course, Sunday night at Murray Bridge. Thanks for tuning into the Dogcast. Uh, we certainly hope to see you at the track soon. 